You only know part of the story, listeners. Science Fair Standouts. Episode 3 of the Mystery Lab barely scratched the surface. My experience judging the splendid elementary science fair. Stay tuned for the rest of the story. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I've told you the tale of Axel and his giant bugs. And how impressed I was with his project at the science fair. And how disappointed I was that it didn't get more attention from the other judges. That was a long time ago. That was the third episode of the Mystery Lab. This is the 33rd. Hard to believe. By now you know enough about me to know exactly why I was so intrigued at Axel's giant bugs. But there was much more to that science fair. Many more stories to tell. Where to start? Kid superheroes. All fired up. His name was Mr. Brains. He was super smart, and his head was six times normal human head size, so large that it often threw off his balance. He was also a science teacher at Splendid Elementary, home to third-grade kid superheroes Buck Travers and Tracy Thompson. You know all about them. Mandy Magic is a student at Splendid now as well. She goes by Mandy Riggs, or Mandy Maynard, depending. That's another story for another day. Tracy was suspicious of Mr. Brains, and she was right. I don't like him. That's not nice. Buck responded. Mr. Brains was his favorite teacher. Was. Past tense. Favorite. Tracy was right to be mistrustful. And Buck would soon learn why when Mr. Brains zapped Buck and Tracy with his shrinking ray. Sorry, not sorry, kid superheroes. Soon you'll be gone, and I will rule this school. Mr. Brains villain laughed. <laughs> Mr. Brains was also the organizer of the annual science fair and one of its judges. As you know, I was also a judge. It's the third year in a row that I held such an honor. Daisy Robinson was also a judge. It was one of Splendid Elementary's most anticipated events of the year every year. Tracy and Buck had been looking forward to the science fair, so everyone was surprised when they didn't show. Mr. Brains surveyed the science fair contestants. Mandy Riggs, or Mandy Maynard, a second grader fascinated with illusions, had constructed an impressive project about the science of magic. Mandy called herself Mandy Magic 
and claimed she could make items vanish. Of course, you know her. You know she really can. Though her project was quite impressive to most, myself and Miss Robinson included, Mr. Brains was difficult to excite. Fourth grader Terry Turner, a lava lover, presented a giant papier-mâché volcano as his science fair project. Mr. Brains seemed to prefer Terry's volcano to Mandy's magic display. Very good, Terry, Mr. Brains praised. I'll be back to see it erupt shortly. Mr. Brains laughed his bad guy laugh again and moved on. Fifth grader Robert Robertson crafted a metallic robotic hand to replace the left hand he was born without. The hand was super strong, so strong it nearly crushed each of our hands as we went to shake it. Robert had also constructed a robotic hearing aid device as he had difficulty hearing in his left ear that was so well built it gave him super hearing. He could hear a pencil drop from a hundred yards away whispers from across the room, and even the screams of two miniaturized kid superheroes trapped in a papier-mâché volcano. That's right, Mr. Brains had shrunk them down and hid them in that volcano. How are we going to get out of this volcano? Most kids and teachers felt Robert Robertson's project would easily win, but Mr. Brains seemed most impressed by Terry Turner's volcano project. I think it's time to see the volcano erupt, Mr. Brains laughed, as his giant head swung to and fro. Light it! Inside the volcano, held captive, Buck and Tracy were left powerless by Mr. Brains's mysterious spell. Apparently, their powers, as well as their bodies, were now tiny-sized. If Terry used his vinegar solution to kickstart that volcano, our kid superheroes would be done for. Do it, Terry, Mr. Brains demanded. Fire the volcano. Terry Turner took the cap off the vinegar solution that would ignite his volcano and lifted it high to pour it into the mouth of the volcano. Goodbye, kid superheroes, Mr. Brains whispered. Suddenly, a robot hand shot across the room and whisked the vinegar solution out of Terry's hand just in time. Mr. Brains was furious. No. Where is it? He screamed, barreling through science fair projects, looking for the vinegar. Miss Magic? Mr. Brains was standing at Mandy's table, where the robot fist had landed. Where's that vinegar? Mr. Brains insisted. I think I made it disappear, Mandy shrugged. It was an accident. Well, make it reappear. Across the room, everyone heard the voice of Terry Turner screaming as Robert Robertson was digging in his volcano with his right hand. Mandy Magic, scared silly by Mr. Brains, made the vinegar reappear. Mr. Brains grabbed it and ran back over to the volcano. Mr. Brains pushed Robert Robertson out of the way and poured the vinegar into the mouth of the volcano. Terry Turner tried to stop him. That's too much, I think, Mr. Brains. It was too late. Lava burst from the volcano high into the air. Mr. Brains dodged while other students ran. Other students, except for Terry Turner, who was left covered in his own lava creation. He ran screaming from the science fair as Robert Robertson returned to his table, 
and carefully opened his hand to reveal Buck and Tracy safe, though they were still super small. Thank you, Robert. We couldn't have done that without you. Don't worry, guys. I've got some equipment at home that should fix you and return you to normal size, Robert Robertson assured them. Mr. Brains ordered students back to their classrooms. He ordered the judges home. He fumed over his foiled plans. Robert Robertson secured Buck and Tracy safely in his lunch bag. Nobody saw Terry Turner, though, as he had ran from school, his head aching, a volcano growing atop his dome, replacing what had once been a head full of red hair. Lava shot violently high into the air out of Terry's newly formed volcano head, and he spouted angrily to himself, This is all your fault, Robert Robertson. You will pay. It was quite the science fair. The most exciting by far of the three I've judged. And I can assure you, you have not heard the last of Terry Turner or Mandy Magic or Robert Robertson. Thankfully, Robert was able to revive Buck and Tracy. But I've never forgiven Mr. Brains for the whole stunt. In fact, I've devised a plan to get back at him to ensure that the safety of splendid children is not put to risk again at his hands. And I feel confident with the help of fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Lyon, that we can stop him, for I've seen her stand up to him before, and we make a good team. But that is a story for another day. That's all for this week, listeners. Tune in next week to finally meet our kid explorers. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful week. Be good to each other. Be good to Mother Earth. Be good to all, except maybe for Mr. Brains. Until next week, I'm Professor Theo. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree or a shrub. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. <laughs>